Take three. Yes. Of quarantine day nine. Day nine. Day nine. But we, who's counting? Who's counting? It's, it's really not quarantine. We just keep well, calling it quarantine. Well, it's funny that it's quarantine day nine, but like nothing in our life has really changed much because we work from home and homeschool and all those things. So yeah, anyways, it, it so is. It's really funny to see really the whole rest of the life. world. And all these memes and everything coming out. Y'all are making me feel real self-conscious. We need calling, to be eating like, out and doing stuff so much anyway. So. <laughs> My lifestyle has, like, it's called secluded and <laughs> quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I enjoy it. So but it's funny to... Well, we're going to talk about suffering. As I'm sitting here rubbing my eyeballs because I have a just splitting migraine. That's what made me think of it. Yeah, me too. Well, so the topic of suffering and pressing on through suffering. Yep. That was an idea that our son gave us. Yeah. And I was like, that is genius. Because I was just up eating lunch and my son was like rubbing my head. And he's like, why don't you podcast about suffering and and work because i was like dude i have got to do something i was like i am supposed to be working on my sermon for sunday yep but how's that going so for like the past week it's been pretty difficult because i tweaked something in my uh you have a neck and back again disability in your neck that kind of jacks you all up but it just messes yeah it's um You've done, you've I wish I had, I, I just need to start making up a cool story of something that I did because I, I, it's it's really a bunch of damage over time and there's a bunch of different factors that led to it, but everybody always goes, well, what did you do? I'm like, well, it's complicated because it's a lot of things that it's just over time, it's a lot of things. And then for some reason, just recently over the past five years or so, it's become dehabilitating at times. Um, you know, it's not consistently, but I would call it a chronic, uh, a temporary chronic illness, or I guess it's not temporary because it's, it's going to be. Honey. Yeah, I've been I told still by think lots you've come of doctors. To terms with what it is. Yeah, I haven't yet. I still, a lot of doctors are just told me that it's going to be one of those things that I can't really do about, you know, anything about. There's definitely things that I can do to alleviate it, which we're doing. Anyway, to make a long story short, it's been really difficult. I can't really read very well or like put focus my neck or I mean my eyes on like a screen or I can't even like really look down to to read. It just gives me just a splitting headache and I'm really sensitive to light and everything else. And so I have lost like the past few days just not really I mean, I've been listening to stuff and and working as much as I can in spurts, um, but it's it's really been miserable. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I cannot keep doing this today. I'm like, I know I don't feel, I know I'm hurting, but I cannot keep wasting time. There's there's too much to be done. There's too much, you know, to do. You are just sitting around like a bum, not doing nothing. Yeah, so I was like, you know what, I'll podcast because at least I can do that. At least we could talk. I can still yak. <laughs> I can still talk while I'm sitting here rubbing my head. So Yeah, you guys should see him. I should take a picture and that should be our cover photo <laughs> for this. So, but it, It's sad. I feel so bad. And we're trying all the things we can and nothing seems to be working. And it's just 
Awful. Yeah, they've got me on a new medication we tried yesterday. Um, Trying to get in for an MRI and PT and all this stuff. But, of course, now with the coronavirus, you can't <laughs> do anything. And This, cor- Dude, this is No, ridiculous. we're not going to talk about that in this one. We're not. But... <laughs> it's hard to stay away from. So, pressing on through suffering. Um. Yeah, I think as, as Christians biblically... That is really the only thing that we are supposed to be doing. It was everything is supposed to be pointing back to the ultimate example of Christ. And of course, we don't, it doesn't, it's very specific that we don't suffer for doing wrong. Absolutely. Because there's no reward in that. But there's reward in suffering for the Lord and what is right. And part of, I think, part of life's suffering, life's sufferings, uh, I think part of being human and living in a fallen world, um, I think knowing your knowing your state or knowing that what that word propitiation means knowing that um that the cross is a symbol of god's wrath not a symbol of god's love Mm -hmm. and even though god's love came out of it the symbol is still to to appease god's wrath and once you understand that it it kind of it, it should to every Christian, it should put you in this humility box <laughs> yeah. that you can't get out of. Because you sit here and you look and you go, man, I'm hurting. I'm This stinks. Why do I have to go through? You know, why am I doing this? Why? And then you, I sit back and I look and I go, well, <laughs> all right, guess just figure out how to get through it. You know, instead of, dragging my feet instead of wondering why and asking those questions because it's super easy i mean it's i've i've been so frustrated so many times this week i'm borderline there now um but so many times it's just easy to just give up get angry get upset and not you know and just kind of feel sorry for ourselves and expect that we deserve better or something should be alleviated. And, um, you know, that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, Paul is very clear in Romans and Philippians. I mean, I mean, we suffer that that's part of what we do. And we suffer with a, with the servant's heart. And we, we know that we have, I mean, this isn't God's wrath that we're suffering. You know, we don't want anybody to think wrong about that. This is a result a lot of times of living just in a sinful, fallen world. Some of the times, uh, the reasons why we're suffering could be our own, due to our own vice, you know, whatever we've done, whether that be, you know, alcohol, smoke, you know, whatever else. There's people that, that, that's, that suffer because of their own stupidity, which... You know, I think that would fall under the 
you know, you're not going to get any credit for stuff suffering for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's no, just no, one no, of those no, things no. that you just, well, I'm, you know, I'm in, made my bed. I'm going to lie in it. So, uh, that's, that's just that. So it's extremely important to take that attitude though out into the world as a, as a believer because what kind of example, I mean, what, everybody in the world wants to sit there and complain about their problems. And we want to post all these memes about chronic illnesses and, you know, all these different, we, everything is just pointing to poor us and you have no idea the silent battles that we face. And that's very true. I mean, people don't. People have no idea. And I'm... Well, I watch your suffering. Yeah, I know, and I'm fully qualified to speak on this topic. Our family watches the suffering you've been enduring for the past few years specifically. I mean, we had, what, four years ago when you went through months after months where you could not physically get out of a chair, you know, and, and, and to watch. And that's the thing, you know, you go and you see all these doctors and they're like, you're a a young, healthy guy. Why? You know, I just, it doesn't make sense that you're going through all of this. We can't exactly find what's wrong. And it's like, yeah, we know it's really frustrating. I mean, when we had a brand new baby and to watch her, she wanted nothing more to be than to be held by you and you couldn't physically pick her up, you know? So it's like, I mean, I know I'm not the one physically suffering it, but just from watching you, it's like, yeah. But looking at you, you look like oh, I'm perfectly, perfectly fine, and that's what, person, yeah, and know? that's what so the doc, and that's what all the doctors have said. I mean, they're, you know, and all of them have said you're, you're rel- you're healthy, you're, you yeah. know, you're like, yeah, you've got some things, but you know, we can't really Nothing figure out ordinary. what, you know. The, the the deal is so point being we understand sh- yeah so the, i don't the idea of it's like yeah I, people I, don't I, know what you're suffering yeah I, I definitely get that i know what being on the floor and and not being able to get up is like you know i know all of that um so what yeah. <laughs> who cares i mean don't I, nobody should i mean i i really who cares I, nobody should feel bad for me because of that um, I know it's rough for you to see. It is. It is tough to see people go through suffering. And but, to empathize and sympathize with people. I mean, there's definitely a place. Sure, and we for should. There, absolutely, 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 and we should. And, I, and bearing one another's burdens and sharing and suffering is extremely big, biblical. Yes, I'm talking about our our humility and our attitude with this because our our attitude should always be armed in the yeah. So what you want to cry about? Poor me. Okay, if Christ you want walking around crying about yeah, poor him, if you want to cry about poor me, just point to the cross. Every time that you want to say me, just point to the cross, and then it just you just live with it. And there's honestly get everybody get to this level in your spiritual walk, in your walk with the Lord. There's 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 almost. Almost sat, uh, not not a prideful, but there's almost satisfaction in it, and knowing these things, and, and knowing how fallen and how deprived you are, and when you're sitting here in pain, knowing that one day, out of nothing of your own doing. All of this will be gone. This is this is just 
This is a blip in time. This is a scrape on our knee when we were three years old, like we always say. Yeah. You're not going to remember this. This is not going to be something that's going to endure forever. And knowing that that type of pain is is promised and, and you know, the hope that we have in the next life, in the next world, knowing that we have eternal life, that just being an extension of life, that's not starting this own, you know, new robotic, you know, existence that we don't, you know, know what we're doing. No, that that was the appeal was, hey, Heidi, you have eternal life. You're not going to change who you are. You know, you're not going to all of a sudden be somebody different. You know, this, this isn't, you don't stand in line and get your harp and your white, you know, outfit. That's not, that's not necessarily how it goes. So having that hope and that, that to look forward to it. So what more do you want? What more do you want? Yeah, it'd be nice. I don't want a headache, and I do pray. I said, Lord, please alleviate this. If you know, it is your will. If to this take is this, you, but please. if you know, Which please. Is so crazy that this is the topic we're going to talk about today because I just did the seeing the unseen for day nineteen, talking about seeking the Lord's will, and that's sure. what I think so much of this comes down to, and why people want to believe prosperity gospels and health and wellness, and they don't want to have a correct understanding of God's will because then you have to swallow that. Maybe it is God's will that I am exactly where I am today. Mm -hmm. And that means that I have to really humble myself and come to terms and still be joyful and, and, and happy and content in every situation that I'm in, including this one right now that really stinks. Yeah, and we have to look at it like this. It's easy to, when we're in a good situation, right? You know, we have... You know, money in our pocket, everything's going our way, kids are acting great, you know, everybody's happy, bills are paid, you know. Oh, it's you're, easy. You're, yeah, you're yeah, out, then. you know, you're out having a blast, you're having fun, you know, and how often do you seek the Lord then? Yeah. How often do you, are you praying every, On you know, couple minutes? On your knees for every just, moment. Right. And you know, then because you've got it. Do you know how many times I've prayed today? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, but when I you're would... feeling good and you're out and about and doing stuff, and you're not having to worry about it. You don't think about it as often. Yeah. And you remind yourself that, um, you know, instead of when you're suffering, automatically just start praying for other people. I have to remind myself of this. You know, I mean, of course, we want our pain. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the Lord to alleviate your pain. Absolutely not. I do it all the time. It's like, please, just let me get through this. Let me, you know, just, but if just not, give me whatever. But, you know, will be done. like, yeah. And, you know, it's not, it's not my call, whatever happens in that. We know from Second Corinthians, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. This could have been anything from a physical element, which it also was a demonic presence that was kept him from, you know, it, it messed with his mind. And then this was probably a physical element as well. I mean, Paul was, um, you know, he was he was in pain a lot. And uh, Timothy, Timothy as sick. well. Yeah. Timothy was Timothy had hardcore stomach issues. Uh, Paul says that, you know, he, he recommends that he drinks wine because he says you're sick so often for the sake of your stomach because you're sick so often. 
obviously he had you know stomach issues so you know we we all have these things and you know some of the greatest um some of the greatest all-time preachers or 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 believers suffered from some of the most debilitating things um i know spurgeon george muller was always george muller too i know um yeah that was my second one i was gonna think i know spurgeon had migraines and depression hardcore migraines and depression and I know um, uh, George Moore, he was he also had migraines, dehabilitating de- migraines. And he would get crazy sick. And he would get sick of... as well, too. Right. And yeah. so, um, you know, there, you know, and I think there's and there's something I think there's something to that. I think there's something that I thank the Lord for having that, because if I didn't, um, you know, I don't know that I would praise the Lord as much as I did, you know, as much as I need to. Um, you know, we don't know that. So that's what I can find in the good in it. You know, I, I can find a lot of good in suffering. And I think we as Christians should arm ourselves with that same attitude. Um, you know, of course, there's there's certain things that, um, you know, that are very, very painful. Um, you know, I'm talking about physical suffering. I'm not, you know, of course, there's there's things like losing a child and, and different things like that. I'm not saying that you should be, you know, happy that this happens, but. But do you still give it to God and still you give You still give it to God to and, you, and you give it your glory to him and know that, you know, that child is, is in his rest, God willing. And, you know, that that's the only thing that you can do. So, so please don't take me wrong on that. I don't want anybody to think that that's what I'm saying, but there is, I've seen, the the whole point of it though is to consistently glorify God through any situation any situation suffering anything and I've seen people that have lost children that have turned around and just gave all the glory to the Lord and just have been an absolute inspiration for others and that's exactly you know the the type of things that we should do because there's there's so many different levels to suffering there's you know there's a lot of the suffering that we talk about, it's it's suffering for, I mean, in context, in Scripture, you know, a good 99% of the suffering that we're talking about in, in there is suffering as a believer, and be, you're, you're suffering because you're a believer of Christ. So, that's, um, you know, that that's the most important level but of But how of, quick of are we when we start to have any form of suffering to not be in the word right to not be focusing on the lord sure. to turning it to why i can't sure. having bad attitudes sure yeah a lot of times when we don't understand scripture or some somebody will bring up a challenge and you know it'll get us discouraged and upset and we'll quit or you know or whatever it may be and then you know you you just form this attitude against it and then you 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 completely you know, you become a uh, short-term enemy of it, I guess. Yeah. And you just start fighting that, which is, um, you know, that, that's something that we have to train ourselves to not do. That does not bring any, <clears throat> excuse me, that doesn't bring any glory to God, you know, whatsoever when we act like that. And, you know, as I said before, we have such an opportunity to show to unbelievers through our suffering absolutely 
um, that's our that's one of our best ministries uh, to anybody that's suffering. They'll go, why aren't you complaining like everybody else does? You have all these rights to complain. Why don't you do that? Well, because I have too many reasons not to say anything and Amen. for me to just suck it up and deal with it. And that's that's the truth of the matter. And, um, you know, it's it's a. Yeah, and our justice is in the Lord, though. You you understand that he he brings his justice, his righteousness with him. You know, this this is what we're waiting for. This is exactly what we're looking for. So, yeah, a lot of the suffering that we're facing now is not right. Um, this can be, like I said, this can be as uh, the, the most important context of this is suffering as a believer. So putting that towards nowadays, a lot of times... I see this in our church that, you know, people are suffering for be wanting to do, you know, wanting to be in scripture, wanting to cut um, the world out of, you know, the worldly influence out of their lives. Absolutely. Um, and their families or their spouses are acting very violently towards them. That's that's suffering. I mean, that's that's suffering in, in a very small form, but that, that is suffering for us. And that's persecution. And that's something that, you know, we are so quick to get upset at and, and to fight people and everything else instead of, you know, continuing serving, putting your head up, continuing to serve and, you know, moving on. But we'll get angry, we'll get frustrated and we'll quit, you know, like we were talking about earlier. Um, so, I, but like I said, I mean, it's a it, it's very complex issue. Um we just have to arm ourselves as Christians with the right attitude. And biblically, the right attitude is to to rejoice in it, you know, to give glory and thanks to God and uh, to share in anybody else's suffering. So, I mean, my, my heart goes out to everybody who is suffering right now, um, you know, whether it be physical pain, you know, whatever it is. Uh, my heart goes out to you and you know we're definitely in our thoughts and, and prayers because it's a it's a very real it's a very real thing until the Lord returns uh, that we see this so well, it, and it's so important to press on like yeah. the further that you pull away from the Lord in your time of suffering be it whatever kind of suffering you're going through and there are literally so many people to back this up, right? We love getting Voice of the Martyrs and seeing their things. Right. We have all the stories like Spurgeon and Muller and Corey Ten Boom, you know, all these sure. like amazing brothers and sisters, let alone looking biblically to the examples we have there. Christ obviously being the most, you know, important. He was completely blameless in everything and still endured that great suffering. But the point being that, it's our sinful flesh is so quick to pull away, right? So when I'm, I mean, stressed, overwhelmed, have a migraine, not feeling well, you know, whatever the case last may be. The last thing I want to do is give glory to God. Yeah, the last yeah. thing I want to do is to be sitting down and right. reading my Bible right. or listen, right? We're so quick to, you know, we're so quick to say, well, I just have to play certain music because that helps me get through a bad day, right? Like you see people all the time, hey, what was that album that got you through your worst breakup, you know, or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like we're so quick to do that. Well, why, why can't you pull 
scripture up and play that, right? You can anybody can get a Bible app on their phone and it reads it to that's you. So you know, foreign. so you can listen. That that's so foreign. But if we talk about it on a music stance, that's totally normal. And everybody, like right now, I could list you twenty songs that I listen to in this awful time of suffering, right? Yeah. But yet when we say, you know, well, why aren't you filling yourself with scripture? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Why don't we in all of our suffering fall to the floor and give praise you know to what, that's God? What, that's what's amazing because that's what's amazing about that uh, that Storm Toss song with Modest Yahoo and, and Mahali. Mahali. yeah. Because uh, that's what that song is about. It's yep. about enduring and suffering. I mean, yeah. go for at the end part, yep. it's go forth and pray for strength. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's honestly what... Um, the, the whole lyrics to that song. I swore I was going to do a whole podcast on just Modest Yahoo lyrics and how. You need to. I, I think I think I can because. You need to pull up one song and then people can like go listen to the song and then you can go through the lyrics because, uh, yeah, you could you could do something. Because there's like some, there's some, there's some just things that I'm he. I'm writing under, it down on the list. <laughs> he understands. It's going to be in one of my uh, kingdom podcasts. Because there's some things that the Jew, the Jews understand about the the coming kingdom that the church largely that the church largely doesn't. And Modest Yahoo does a great job with explaining the reality of this through his music, because that's yeah. what is ultimate. I think every single song ultimately looks to the point where Messiah is reigning on the throne in exactly. Jerusalem. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know that's you know, which we know that's Christ. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll have to go through that. I know that was a little <laughs> totally off. That wasn't off topic. topic because that's what that song "Storm Tossed." And if y'all yes, haven't, yes. if y'all haven't heard it, like it's an incredible song, and I would highly recommend it. Um, it's not Christian. It's a secular song. Modest Yahoo's a secular Jewish secular artist, I guess you would say. Um, and Mahali is is a he's a ind- independent secular artist, but. Um, you know, that's very modest. Yahoo is Orthodox Jewish. Uh, he's practicing. He's still practicing, but he just isn't, uh, he doesn't do the, the hat or the beard or anymore. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but so there's no, there's no content question or there's no, you know, blasphemous things or anything like that in it. So, um, that's why I would recommend it. Although it's not Christian. I felt like I had to to throw that in there for anybody that's kind of wondering about that because a lot of times and that's why isn't it funny though if you recommended a bethel or hill song or jesus culture song nobody would have blinked well our listeners would but the the christian community wouldn't blink an eye if that's what you recommended yeah right but because it's it's like oh is it secular yeah except for you say secular and you're like ah yeah exactly that's a funny that you said that because that's so true nowadays so true I saw one of our good friends on Facebook the other day posted a uh, thing from Jesus Culture. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, oh, okay, well, I don't know where we need to go from here. But, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I have anything else to add on, on suffering other than. So the bottom line being it's going to happen. Praise the Lord when it comes to it. Right. Stay in scripture. Stay in prayer. And seek stop, God's will and, and, stop and glorify him yeah, through glorify it. Him. Quit talking about how, you know, I try not to mention it, uh, even though I just did a whole podcast talking about it. I have people, I talk about it more than I like to. 
<laughs> just because people talk about ask because me. people ask you right. so often. They do. They ask me all the time because they like, know about it and they yes. ask me all the time. So, but I, 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 I don't like talking. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I mean, it's really not that big of a deal to me. Um, you know, but anyway, so I, I think as Christians, we have to have the right attitude. Not I think you biblically, we have to have the correct attitude and suffering so we can glorify God. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right, guys. See you next time. See you next time.